amazing. Getting ready for work. Working on your little button up. Got your little work skirt ready to roll. Impress everybody all in the office. Well, turn this bitch up. And let them know you're listening to We Are Live! Hello? Hello? Anyone? Anyone here today? I'm here. Oh! Well, hello, Garthy! Hey! Good morning. Good morning, gentleman. <laughs> Good morning, Walnut. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Hope you had a good weekend. It was a great weekend. It was a weekend of amazing. Oh, really? It was an amazing weekend. Mm. It was quite delightful. I drove through Forest Park. Did you do so on the scoots? Uh, no, this was in a car. And um a lot of, it was I drove through it yesterday, so I'm curious as if you I saw, saw what I saw. I saw three different pavilions yeah. of cookouts. Yeah. But they were white people. Yes, there oh it is. I saw it as well. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's indeed. I was very curious of whether or not you had gone through Forest Park this weekend because uh-huh. I went through yesterday. And when I was driving through, I saw four pavilions. Four, four pavilions. And it was as white as white can be. It was not black families. It was not black cookouts. families at all. It was very interesting. It was it was a horde. It it threw me off. Like, I almost <laughs> rolled down the window and yelled, this is appropriation! <laughs> you should have. They'd be like, I don't... What'll be appropriate? But grass? I was with my uh, grandparents and my mom. Ah, that would have not probably... Grandpa is still doing the... Um, when he's not driving and in the back seat with me, reading signs as we drive along. Oh, wow. He's seven again. <sighs> <laughs> Grandpa and is it's all I can do not to start laughing. <laughs> Wendy's because make a right yeah. on left. Or or now it's even things he sees. Because we'll, we're driving along like Forest Park Parkway. Oh, there's the metro. Mm-hmm. Four cars. And then we're into the park and it's zoo parking. Mm-hmm. Lots full. <laughs> Then Grandma did it. Oh, really? At one point, too. We were down by SLU and uh, St. Louis University, and Grandpa goes, Spring Street Lofts. And then Grandma looks across the street and goes, Epic Community Church open. And I almost like had to open the door and get and out almost, of the car. almost walked out of the movie Because I'm just sitting there, I'm like, because, oh, I mean, we've moved past even like, oh, Big Ben. There's <laughs> Hanley. <laughs> Brentwood's coming up. We're, we've moved past that to even more, and now they're tag teaming me. Right, kind of double teaming here with Grandma getting involved now, and then she mentions that church's name, and then just goes open, and I just almost lost it. <laughs> what is it? What is it about toddlers and older people <sighs> that when they get to a point in their life and they look out a window of a moving car? They feel the need to read every sign. What is it? What I don't is know. it? I think you just to know you still got it. Just to know you're still sharp. Like your life apparently is bookended by the same things. Yes. I once heard Cardinal Legend, Hall of Famer Red Shandings in an elevator. I was in the elevator with him, and um, the lady who's pushing the buttons to each floor. Right. We were going up to our different levels or whatever. He was always pleasant. She said, Red, how you doing today? And he's like, oh, I'm all right. But, you know, 
you start life like you end life in a diaper. No. And I just started like. <laughs> he looked over at me for approval. And I. Uh, you had to approve. I laughed. It, it's red. I didn't say anything. I laughed. And that was my sign of approval. Yes. But I think our lives are bookended in a way by the same things. You're just at different ages. That's oddly fascinating. That's eerily fascinating, actually. I almost wanted to record it just so that people can hear what I'm hearing and what I'm going through. I would imagine there are a lot of grandchildren across America who have experienced this. And see, mm -hmm. for you, fortunately enough, it wasn't a seven-hour road trip. No. Now, yes. that's one thing I just don't, don't think I can do. Now, that would have been, that would have been something. Because like, then things are new. So then there's even more of a reason to talk out loud about what you're seeing. Like as you're approaching different exits, but your grandparents like, are, are are vibrant folks. They feel like yeah. they they feel like they still get out and they're very mobile. They go out, yeah. Nice. It, I mean, it gets more difficult and difficult. Sure. Grandma's got a walker now. She's got two different types. Grandma depending. Evans got a walker. Yeah. It depends on if she's at home, if she uses the home walker, or if she's going to be out and about. We got a little an upgrade of a walker there, so it's got that seat on it. So right. if she needs to sit down. She can sit down while we're going around doing how stuff. delightful yeah how delightful do people treat you we, differently we when went to the grocery store yesterday um and i asked her if she wanted to get a motorized cart and she was like no nope, no i have none of she's it she's like no that's she's right like i don't drive anything ah <laughs> well she is she is correct yeah she so, would be correct yeah so she declined that um just trying to get her on that so maybe i could snap a picture with her on that and me on my scooter but thought it would have been a good Good look. That would have been very delightful. That would have been very. No, just, just come on in. No, hold on. Come we got on. a guest coming in. Hold yeah. on. We got to get time was, for our guest. Hold on. I think he was late because uh, no. of a haircut. No, that's it. Just had a haircut appointment this morning. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Uh -huh. We just, what we are just we doing? Wait. We just wait. Hold just on. Just wait. Okay. Just wait. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Settling in. Well, he can, right. he's getting settled right now. When you do the kind of youth volunteering that I do. Big no. brothers, big sisters? I'm almost certain it wasn't with children. No. The community praying that I do. Oh. Every once in a great while. Mm -mm. Oh, boy. That'll bleed into your morning commute. Mm -hmm. It happens. Ultimately, though, it's for the kids. Does your dog do something? No. Oh. Left the house, I'll say, three minutes too late, which then... Traffic patterns are different. They certainly are. You have to ultimately. It's on me. If your if your schedule goes to off in the stare morning, stare at the ceiling for another three minutes. What are you thinking about? Not nothing. Yeah, I do like that. Like nothing. And when I say nothing, I mean nothing. I don't usually think about nothing though. I'll stare, and then it's um, something horrific. Like, why do I exist? I don't go that far. You don't. Then, you shouldn't go that far. But I do. I do it all the time. Yeah. I just. Ooh, ooh. You ever think of that, Travis? You ever, you ever do that? Go down that hole? You call it a wormhole. I'll say a rabbit hole. Think about all the times you should have uh, been uh, offed <sighs> and all the better people that I can think remain. of a couple. I can See, that's couple. interesting. I, I usually set my alarm earlier than normal. Only because I can sit up for an hour 
and staring at the ceiling. Oh. So I like schedule time. My problem is, as Chris probably ran into today, is that it can indeed bleed into your normal schedule life. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens with me. But oftentimes when I'm sitting up there either staring at my phone or the ceiling for an hour, I'm legitimately trying to put myself in other people's shoes. Like, I'm wondering how does everyone else start their Monday? Like, how is everyone else starting their day? I've always been curious as to how some of the most powerful people in the world, how they oh, start their day. You're, you're not talking about normal people. No, I am. At, at some point, like, I, I it gradually come, I bring it back to, like, the normies. But I am curious as to how very influential, powerful people, how they start their day, and do they also go through the mindset of, God, I want to do this. Bezos is sleeping off a hangover on his yacht. That's a, he's not even. Well, he's up in a yet. hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, yeah he, he can afford to do that. Right. Like that's the thing. Like if I'm Bezos, like you're not. Are you, if you're Bezos, are you really waking up checking your own Gmail? Does Bezos even use Gmail? He has Bmail. Okay. Bezos. He probably mail. gets it in his glasses or something <laughs> at this point. We'll uh, get there soon enough. Probably his brain. It's. Im implanted there, mm -hmm. some sort of chip. Mm -hmm. You know Does who it can go off and like wake him up. He has to turn off the alarm when he gets a notification. No notifications while he's sleeping. Oh, uh, okay. So he just so his, or else his brain would wake him up. Do not disturb mode. Or he could have it in a silent, I guess, silent notification or whatever, so it wouldn't go off or whatever. You but it does it. go. But it goes into his brain. That's so when he wakes scary. up, he's already read it. But he's read it while he's been sleeping. Unless, of course, he's done astral projection while sleeping. Uh, that's that's without, right. Hello. I mean, that's different, Hello. obviously. Hmm. So. How was everybody's weekend? Good. I, I saw your very general... Uh, your descriptions always crack me up. They're, <laughs> they're just the best. <laughs> so vague. And so, well, we'll talk about something. Yeah. How was your week? Show description. That's yeah. pretty good. It's yeah. pretty entertaining. So what did I say today? We'll recap a busy weekend of sports, entertainment, uh, I just like fashion. <laughs> uh, I think I included fashion. It was what, New York what, Fashion Week. Let's yeah. break this down. I was just yeah trying what, to throw words in there. A busy weekend of sports, entertainment, pop culture, fashion, politics, and cookouts. Uh-huh. Let's, let's dive into cookouts. We, we, we were did. discussing it. We already dunked on in, it. In, I saw in seven minutes. Yeah, he saw four. You've covered. I cookout. saw three yeah. groups of white people in Forest Park cooking out this week. He he. Because it was amazing that we saw the same thing. We saw the exact same thing. That because it's pumpkin spice season. Do you feel like we oh. have carte blanche? Or once is once summer is over, does the black community back off cookouts? We do. We, that's, it's your time to shine now. Well, you're yeah, a you, tropical you, people. Exactly. So you guys want to mess with the wet grass and the mud and the rain and the clouds. That's your speed. So we let you guys have that one. Okay. Yeah. We let me, hey, man, we, we're about sharing. We're about being a community. And, last, and over the weekend, it was very apparent that you guys were like, all right, we're going to let them get that little Labor Day cookout on. Yeah. We're going to let them get that out their system because mm. that's going to be it for them. Mm -hmm. And then we're just going to fly in under the radar and we're going to take up every pavilion at Forest Park. And guess what? They succeeded. They did it. Job well done, White America. You had every pavilion at Forest Park over the weekend. Yeah, I didn't know what to, I almost told my mom to stop for a second so I could take a picture or some video. Oh, my goodness. Because like I didn't believe it at first. I'm like, I can't wait to tell Travis. And then the fact that you went through I the park. Like, that was meant to be. It was supposed to happen for us both to see that. Oh, absolutely. 
And I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. The whites, mm-hmm. or the whites, as the community mm-hmm. calls them, I was able to get out with their family, get out there with their children, their grand, their grandparents, to enjoy the mediocre weather yesterday and over the weekend. I'm glad people were able to get uh, were a part of the pavilion. That's what the St. Louis merger. Did you can stay be out about. of the rain? I did. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I did not. Drop a rainfalls. Uh, Travis is like, well, <laughs> I'm not leaving for three. I was supposed I to play golf tomorrow rain. morning, but that got canceled. Because so, of the rain. Because of the rain was I coming. Indoor golf courses. Thought of doing that. You should. Uh, in the, the dome. past, but I was going to make dome could be a But I was going to make course. like Candyland, and like the the um, the sand pits and stuff like that. The right. bunkers were going to be made out of sugar. And so I had this whole, and you know, it was going to be AstroTurf, but you know, sir, it was going to be like syrup lakes. Oh. Like I wanted to do a Candyland indoor nine-hole golf course. That sounds incredibly expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's for like a a billionaire who's crazy. That's like Bezos, like would yeah. have to do that. That's like something for those people. But it was at least an idea. Since we're on that tr- on that path, I'm curious. If you were a billionaire, how would you start your Monday? How do billionaires start their Mondays? Probably, I'd probably you set fire to a cruise ship. Okay. Because you can. <laughs> Seems like fun. You, uh, currently, I'd start with a scoop, probably. A little morning scoot? Yeah. Like just scoot around the house no, or wait, scoot wait. around your... No, am no, I, no, no, am no. I working or you, have I won money? To you get up and you, just you take your helicopter to whatever place you feel like going. That's what you do. You cruise around. The helicopter is the rich man's scooter. Okay. So you are leaving the house. First, on a Monday morning, you're leaving your house. Yeah, because I'll hover over all the traffic and say, look at these fools. Damn. Look at these you're fools. You're a cruel son of a bitch. And you'll nod to the, you'll throw a, you know, a, a salute. Right. To the uh, weather guy from the news station, because you guys see each other up in your helicopters all the time. Right. And you just kind of take it all in. The weather guy's not driving the helicopter. Oh, no, he does. <laughs> oh, I don't. You don't, you don't know how that works. Weather guys work. Right. That's not how it goes. No, no, no. No, no, he's, he's up there. There's a traffic guy. Generally in the studio. He's lady. up there in it. There's traffic people in there. Uh, traffic no, no, he's got to be up there in it. Some of them have died. I'm up here, and there goes Gardner. Rich man Gardner uh-huh. in the building. See, I feel like I would be a boring billionaire because honestly, if I'm waking, I'm not. You get high. Ah, oh, did prop well. <laughs> yes. Day would get away from you. The, the entire day <laughs> would get away from me. I'm not doing anything productive before noon. And then I if probably that's know a that. Monday, then that means you're already behind, and your whole week's gonna get away from you. I just feel like if you're a billionaire, what are you rushing to? You're not rushing to money. You're not rushing to work. Listen, no one else is going to hunt actual people. That's true. But who getting up early to even do that? I think Kroenke. I do that at 2 p.m. Thank you. You got the money. I think Kroenke, I think that's why he bought that big ranch ranch in Texas. Texas. Who's going to stop him? To hunt man. Exactly. (laughs) I think that's why he got the whole thing. I don't blame him. Have you seen man lately? He's going to have Jerry Jones over. (laughs) Is it better to... To hunt a homeless man, hey, gobble up, or a lowly millionaire if you're a billionaire. Because people will still look for the millionaire. Mm, not true. if you pay the right people. Oh, my God. I'm people talking horrible. super rich. I didn't say go to those lengths. I'm up here just asking what a billionaire does on his Monday morning. You well, talk about murder and possibility. Yeah, Do you make possible. him recreate Willem Dafoe's famous grab to the sky from Platoon? 
Answer the question, please. How rich are we talking here? Okay, I would I th- like. I think it's homeless people, though, is the thing. I think hanging around a movie set would be fun. You think hanging around a movie set would be fun? Just show it up. Just show it up. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, think about being a billionaire and just showing up and they're just. You just want to go hang out at Marvel Studios. Right. Like, oh, just, you just drinking a margarita. That's a good shot, Harrison Ford. Right. It's awesome. You're ruining scenes. Yeah. The, the question <laughs> is, like, am I, am I having to work to maintain that money or not? Or am I just... No, nah, you're a billionaire. You ain't okay, got to work so for I'm nothing. So I'm done. You're done. You didn't I've, eat. Told you, I've told you uh, what one, we'll just say it was a billionaire did. He landed at a field party in Farmington, Missouri in 2001. Told you that, right? Mm-hmm. How the helicopter landed at our field party? Right. What was going on with that guy? That sounds like some rich ass. Well, yeah. that's but a, that's but if you're going to land, like, obviously it's hilarious to be driving over nothing and just see several hundred kids in the middle of the field. Who wants to hang out with high schoolers, though? Mm-hmm. I would, uh, yeah. I think he. About to say, I know one person. Collected who, a few. I think I know one person who faked a death recently and oh. is now living in an island. Mm-hmm. In an island? In, or an, or island? in an island. That's oh, how rich he is. think he, he prepaid it. his plastic surgeon? There's no doubt in my mind, man. You already know where he probably was. Shoot, he probably was at one of the football games yesterday. Right, just getting cocky already. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably out. You can't tell me, Jeffrey Epstein, aka. What if he's Otis he, Jackson? Because he, he probably changed his name to a black person. That's, what that's a great but play. What that's if a great play, by the way. Well, what if, if he's now black? That is so smart. That is so smart. That is so, now. Yeah, that is brilliant. Because ain't nobody looking for a black person. Named Epstein. And you could just blend into the community. Do you think he did the real life uh, movie, Get Out? What if he just put his soul into oh, life a young imitating art? Mm-hmm. Very likely. Maybe he discovered how to do that. Oh, that that's would what be happened dope. happened in that movie? Maybe he's Zion Williamson. You haven't seen that? No. Oh, Gardner. The love of God, man. Yeah, see it's, the movie. it's been long enough. Yeah, it's just old white people acting woke, but really they've. Uh, just put their souls into uh, more able-bodied black folks. Black men specifically. That sounds terrifying. Yes, that's why it was a good movie. Because it's, like we've just alluded to, possible, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's oh. very real. Billionaires, you can't, like, you've, you've talked about this when we were on the radio show about when they were, uh, I forget whether it was the security company talking about the end of the world and they had a this oh, group of billionaires discussing. That were talking to this tech guy. Right, and they were He most, thought they were going to ask about one thing and they're asking about. How do we keep secu- away the. People. The people. <laughs> so, you know, billionaires think about this all the time. So I would imagine, again, what I'm pointing to is that when billionaires get up in the morning, they're not thinking like we are. They're just trying to figure out. How can I exercise my billionaire status? So they're not thinking about, man, I can have enough money for dinner tonight. Right. They're thinking about, am I going to have enough money for dinner when I'm in Mars? <laughs> in Mars or in, on in, Mars? You're in it. You got to be in it. You can't be on it. You're, you're in a lot of it shit. Dep- it depends on what tier of richness. Okay. I imagine you probably can be in the hover ships around Mars. Mm-hmm. The big ballers will be actually inside the planet. Oh. Do you think there are people inside the planet now? There are some theories that suggest... People live underground? Yeah. Uh, it's more of an ancient astronaut theory. What do they say? What do um, they say? Yes. Well, I mean, they say a lot, but they consistently say... Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. Hmm. 
I just want to sit down. Can we, can, we, can we book a billionaire? We have questions of them. I see one occasionally, maybe once a week. Who? Rex Sinkfeld. He is a baller of ballers. I see him in a coffee shop. He is a, what the kids call a billionaire. Was he just loosely tied to that movement? Like, how does... What do you mean loosely? Hey, before, we go, before we go any further, we are talking about the local billionaire. So please choose your words, sentences, mm-hmm. paragraphs, premises saying. carefully. Also, anything expressed by Chris Gardner and Chris Demon are not that of Travis Terrell. Or Sesame Street or any entity that I've been tied to. <laughs> now we can continue. Hmm. Go ahead. How did he get tied in to Stinger? Was he, was he even really tied in? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. He was tied into a lot of politicians. Hmm. I know nothing that you now speak Now we, uh, we'll discuss more later. I just think billionaires... Well, I mean, Stinger was part of the Better Together STL plan. No, that's my point. It's like if he was that inept, that's no. just wild that a guy who's that successful wouldn't uh, yeah. sniff that out. Well, when you're trying to get your way about something. Well, know. I think we're learning that recently. You talk about many of the things that took place over the weekend, and we did just bring him up, Jeffrey Epstein, but we just saw Ronan Farrow recently release an article for The New Yorker tying a lot of important people at MIT to Jeffrey Epstein, I believe today oh, yeah. one of the I want I'm not sure if he's the uh, was the president at Brown or he was a a high ranking administrator at Brown University who had to step down uh, over the weekend because of his ties to Jeffrey Epstein and I and it's very it's a very deep expose into MIT's ties to Epstein how they tried to cover up uh, their connection with him but yeah man I I think what we're learning is that. In the world of the elite, <laughs> there are no rules, man. Like, at all. There's not even a code. Like, I think these guys are just operating like it's the Wild West. And frankly, when there's no regulation. The code is don't get caught. The code is don't get caught. Or else we won't stand up for you. But again, like, when you're a billion, we're talking about billions of dollars. What you're capable of doing with billions of dollars. So the idea that, you know, this guy would have his tentacles. Ooh, that's Terrible of a word I hate to have to use in that regard, but mm. knowing that he is it because of tentacle pornography. Yeah, that's specifically it. But the fact that he was able to do what he was doing for as long as he did sort of illustrates the world billionaires operate in. Again, this guy was caught almost a decade ago, uh, but because of his connections and resources, mm-hmm. he wasn't. And so I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I think every day, and I think maybe because I'm so obsessed with billions in secession, like watching billionaires operate really is, is incredibly fascinating. There's no code. You know how everything has a code? There is no code. So say you've got your billions. Right. And you open up your own entertainment 720. Oh, boy. Which... NBA which player? Which, <laughs> which former, former NBA. which former athlete <laughs> are you easy. putting on no, staff no, to easy. hang out? That's no doubt Darius Miles. Oh, you're paying no Darius Miles? Absolutely. One of the greatest ballers to ever come out of the metro area. Are you kidding me? Get Darius Miles up in there? He's your debt lift shrimp? Yes. Darius Miles was the truth. Yours? Boris Becker. I'm nice. Is it because of that story? What? No, we have that Boris Becker. Boris story. Becker is my favorite tennis oh, okay. player of all time. Who are you putting up in that bad boy? Uh, I'm gonna have Mario Cipollini just riding a bike around my estate. I like that all day long. That's pretty don't dope. you slow down. That's pretty dope. I like that. No idea. EPO on this. <laughs> or <laughs> should grounds. I should I go with a cyclist to get big cycling 
on my on side, side somewhat. You pay a cyclist. See, to I'm more scoot? of a Greg Lamond fella. I love okay. what you did there. He was ten minutes behind on the final during the final stage of the Tour de France and ended up winning. He did. I'll pay Mickey Ward to shadow box. Just hang out in the corner and shadow box. Who yeah, who is your in who is your in office entertainment? Let's make some options. Let's get some melee going. Let's get some polling and some action. Let's, let's, let's throw out some, some four solid names of who you would have as your in-office entertainment at your entertainment media empire. So they're like in residence or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, essentially they're in residence. First season, who you got? Who you they got? Get, they get to leave after three months. Who is your in-house office entertainment? Like I can pick anyone. You can pick I want. anyone. You can do athletes. You can do you a magician. Go, you can do no, an you actor. Get, you can do a mu- oh, magician. You can do whatever you okay. like. You got to go musician, an actor, an okay. athlete, and a random. Okay. Um, well, I mean, the we already don't know what the music's going to be for me. Arcade Fire. Arcade That's Fire. That's pretty dope. That's pretty cool. Coming into the office in the. Ambient I'll have Boris Becker as my athlete. <laughs> my random will be David Copperfield. I like that. For magic. Um, and what else do I need? An actor or an actress? Let me think on that one. But I've got those three. I like those. Arcade Fire, David Copperfield, and <laughs> Boris Becker. What a sweet-ass <laughs> office. Yeah. I don't even care what your business is. I don't care you what know. you're doing in your entertainment <laughs> empire. I just want... Hey, I'm just here to grab some coffee. Uh-huh. Boris Becker and RK Fire over there in the corner just kicking it. Right. Right. Who do you got, Denman? Musician. Who's your musician? (laughs) I'm saying in residence, huh? In residence. Man. Uh, Don't get cute. Get what you want. Three months, remember. Just to really pull rank, I'm going to be like, Wayne Newton, it's time you left Vegas. <laughs> Good God. The you makeup are, expense here, alone on your your business expenses. I wouldn't mind hearing some of the horrible stories he has. <laughs> this guy was prevalent pre-Me Too, and oh. he's got a lot to say, I'm sure. Oh, I can only imagine how many times. Or, wait, did I, was that my music? That was your music. Okay. Um, I'm going to oh, okie dokie. Dolly Parton will be hanging out. I want some, di- I want some dish from her. She's an actor. Technically. Okay. I want to hear. She was in Steel Magnolias. I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear what's happening. And I want Wayne and Dolly to interact. This that's, could be very good. awkward. That'll be very awkward. It could be very funny. Uh, an athlete, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. You go with uh, Justin Leonard, PGA Tour. Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who I couldn't pick out if he was in the room. Is it because he has dirt on Tiger? Yeah. Her- Hurry's kind of a jerk. I used to love him. Well, there I mean, you go. he hit that putt for the Ryder Cup team. That's what I'm that saying. That sent me running around my house at that time. But right. Justin Leonard was kind of he was kind of designated early on as the rival of Tiger, wasn't he? Well, he was um, supposed to be wanted good. They wanted to. Yeah, well, like David Duvall kind of was. Yeah. That. Okay. Okay. Now yeah, that didn't. <laughs> no, Justin, those Justin Leonard though had a very nice look. That's why I enjoyed him. Uh, he was sponsored by Ralph Lauren, mm, as was Davis Love the Third. And then my uh, my last one would be Queen Latifah. Just to just to really mix things. What a up. delightful office! Can I add my actor? Yes. Yeah. Scott Bakula. Yeah, we could do that. Robert Goulet. No, he. Is he okay, sorry. Is he, is dead? he alive? Is he dead too? Is he alive, did Travis? I miss, did I miss on another white person again? Whether he's alive or dead, my bad. My bad, guys. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage. Of course. Oh well, yeah. And so, he needs the cash. 
I have Arcade Fire, <laughs> Boris Becker, Nick Cage, and David Copperfield Man, in my office. I don't even know how. It's awkward. Poor security at your firm. We could do Scott Bakula, though. I'd be down with Scott Bakula. Poor security. Black Sheep reminded me, Wayne Newton, also an actor. He was in Vegas Vacation. Yeah, he mm. was. I he make was. him recreate scenes with me. I'll be, I'll, I'm Papa Giorgio this time. This is <laughs> so good. that's what it That's the only reason why he wants to. Interesting. Dolly Parton just handed me books. Read. <laughs> Good for you. Music-wise, I am going with Britney Spears. Mm. That's just... You, you know <laughs> that Slave for You was just a song, mm-hmm. right? Just, 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 you don't know. actually get to, no matter how rich, you can't make her. Yeah, I'm going with Britney as my musician. My random... Oh, boy, this is... My random... No, okay, yeah, so... I'm going to my actor, actually. I'm going to my actor. I'm going to my actor's Macaulay Culkin. Ooh, that's good. That's a nice call. That's Macaulay's just got... Macaulay's going to tell me everything. He's going to tell me the dirt on everybody in Hollywood. And he's got the most important stuff, the Michael Jackson stuff. That, is, that in itself mm-hmm. is just going to be incredibly fascinating. See, I think Nick Cage and I could go on a grail quest together. That'd be fun. That's part of a... Triangle Assassin says John Daly is the correct athlete. Mm. Athlete. And Nick Nolte is the correct actor. Athlete, I am going with. I got to go with Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is. You know just, he's got his own weed farm now. He's got. A, I think Mike Tyson. Me. This is like it, the first time I think in my life where me and Mike are on the same page in regards to anything. Yeah, he is a rapist. Well, hey, hey. What do you mean? He doesn't even have to say alleged. Yeah. yeah, I guess he does it. He went to prison. He did go to jail for that. <laughs> no, he went to prison. Oh, boy. Not jail. He went to prison. He went to the prison. The big mother, the big P. The prison. With a bunch By the of way, dollars. Robert Galay died in 2007. <laughs> oh, boy. So I kind of <laughs> missed that one. He's doing one. that to Bob Dulay, man. Yeah, man. And if then Dolly's my, not available, Breckenmire. You got a friend in me. And then my rando is going to be Bob Barker. Well, he's also dead. No, he's not. He's been dead. Bob Barker's alive. You people are full of it been dead for a long time no he hasn't you're a liar bob bark is alive gardner hmm? bob bark is alive am i correct i don't want to answer that one. yeah because he's alive because <laughs> i know for almost sure please god bob bark be alive he's alive thank you chris jerk so those are mine who are yours again recap real quick i had mike tyson mm-hmm. bob barker mm-hmm. who would i say my actor was oh Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. Who did I say my musician was? <laughs> Who's my musician, Chris? I don't know. Who did I say? DJ Jazzy Jeff? I don't mm. know. He needs the work. Oh, I'll go Will Smith then. If I didn't, I forgot who my musician oh. was. Ooh, that's a good combo there. Yeah, I'll go Will Smith then. That's a smart move. Yeah. Do you make Will Smith and Macaulay Culkin act out scenes from your favorite pieces of work they've done? I would definitely do an updated version of Home Alone, like an adult version. Where you and Will Smith are the robbers? Yeah. Ah, yeah, that would be dope. (laughs) And the real police get called, and you're shot on (laughs) the side. Careful. Like a seven-minute movie. (laughs) All you have to do is put on a hoodie, and you're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey, officer, here's my ID, and the end. I think there's a robber here. How do you know that, ma'am? There's two black gentlemen wearing hoodies. Oh, okay. Got to be careful. Mm Mm-hmm. I like that. Who you got, you got to think about how other people think. Yeah, you know where you don't have to be careful? What Gateway Powder Coat. Woo! I like that, Chris. Uh, that's right, because they take great care of you. Gatewaypowdercoat.com. Check them out online. They've got great capabilities. 
fast, durable, affordable. You guys looking for something uh, needs to be painted? Maybe a metal product, maybe some uh, a sign or some furniture, maybe a smoker, barbecue pit. Huh. Gatewaypowdercoat.com. Check out the capabilities. Number one powder coating resource in the Midwest. If you can paint it, you can powder coat it. Go say hey to Mark and the gang out in O'Fallon, out in Gardner country, everybody. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's what we would do, huh? I, I do like the kind of craziness of everything, and you don't have to go full-on talent. Uh, I'm also trying to think, would it be fun to do an all-St. Louis group of folks? Nelly, not a top bill anymore. He may sign up for this. So I need to do, so St. Louis centric. You go actor, athlete, entertainer, random. Okay. Um, uh, so musician, Michael McDonald. <laughs> athlete. Mm. Do they have to be a former athlete? Any. Because it's probably going to have to be a former because... They'd be playing at times. You can just say Daryl Duran. Uh, well, I mean, he is available. Um, I'd have to think on the St. Louis one. The St. Louis one. Well, because the, the actor, I would most certainly, that's where I would put Scott Bakula in then. Mm -hmm. So I would have Scott Bakula and who did I mention initially? Is anyone listening to what I'm saying? No. Yeah, I'm trying to Freeman figure out. Freeman Bosley. I'm trying to figure out um, how I can post this question to the Friends of All page. Because I would like to hear everybody else's responses to what we've just answered. So I think I'm just going to get people Oh, the Michael McDonald. So I'd have Scott Bakula and Michael McDonald, it seems, immediately. Uh, so I need a random. Now, the random thing is interesting. Do you go with, like... Something pop culture-ish? Do you uh, bring a serial killer in? I uh, wouldn't go that far. Like someone from commercials, like local commercials. You can do that. Six you is a serious number, guys. You can do that. Like, you I can do the Boatman's Bank guy. Is he still alive? <laughs> Boatman's that's what, Bank That's why I'm asking. Like, do you do... Yeah, he's still alive. Oh, is he? Yeah. Let's get him on the show. Actually, I think Hockman, Benjamin Hockman of the Post-Dispatch, did an interview with him a couple years ago. For okay. hosted ravioli? Yeah. We got to get him on the show. What about John Hamm? Is that too obvious? Lisa suggesting. No, Charlie. I mean John. Hamm, yeah, that's fine. I'd rather go Bacula personally. Star of the Righteous Gemstones, John Goodman. That's a good one. Goodman would be fun. Goodman's got stories. I'm looking forward to Goodman writing a book. Is he writing one anytime? See, soon? but I want Scott Bacula to ride my scooter. Scoot Bacula. That's why Scoot Bacula. Always a self-serving agenda. <laughs> You're a greedy man. Every time. Yes. You're every very day. Admittedly, every admittedly every so. Every damn time. Huh. Okay. So that's how I'm starting off. Yeah, and, uh, let me think on the others. That random one's going to get me. Because mm -hmm. I want... This is where my you want chaos. My so. OCD gets in the way here with these lists. You have OCD? Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed. Because yeah. I have to... Like, it's going to take me hours to figure this out for you guys. Like, you've sent me down a path now to where it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect in my mind. It has to fit perfectly. From Black Sheep, done. FYI, Google saves you the trouble of assembling a squad. If you just type in Wayne Newton, it has him, Kid Rock, <laughs> Ted Nugent, Mike Tyson, Loretta Lynn, Gene Simmons, Dana White, and Gary Busey as related people. <laughs> that makes that makes 1,000% <laughs> sense. Absolutely, that makes a ton of sense. That makes sense. Those are a cast of characters. 
How close are we, though, if you think about it? And I think they, they live in the same city. I'm surprised we haven't seen it in the counter yet. At what point do we get Mike Tyson and O.J. Simpson on one podcast? At what point do you get those two in a room together? I don't. I Mike don't Tyson know. said on a certain podcast that him and his crew smoke $40,000 worth of their own product each month. Yeah. I don't think there's enough weed on the planet that would even allow his team to let him get Mike Tyson's the wildest of all wild. Right. I still don't think he's getting in that room with OJ. I don't I don't know Do if you? I, if I would listen to that. I don't I'm not saying I would listen to that cuz I can't listen to OJ. OJ is Yeah. If someone points something putrid. out to me that he has said, I'll go look for some that clip or something at that point, but it's not something I'm going to seek out or commit time to. Yeah. I just, I'm just surprised that in Vegas, and again, I believe Mike still lives in Vegas and keeps a home there, and that's obviously where OJ is because he can't leave the state, can he? Uh, that I'm not sure of. I think that's accurate, but I'm not completely positive. So I'm surprised we haven't seen them, but then at the same time, maybe I'm not surprised. Cause, oh, I, I, we've seen the circle OJ rolls with, and we've seen Mike's circle, and I don't think they intersect. There's no, no Venn diagram between those no. two, which is good, which is good. It's good that those two individuals haven't met or at least we haven't seen them out publicly together because that would be just be unnecessary but would yeah. be would be definitely 2019 it would be the most it would be a top tier 2019 moment mm-hmm. and i think that's where we are now i think Defining we're finding moment i think we're at the like we know this has been a hellscape 2019 all in all it's been a, a massive hellscape and so we just now have to add tears to it at this point i don't know you wouldn't work for well, no, for you guys, because I'm an international screenwriter, oh, and I would imagine gotcha, the world that right. you currently you're, live in isn't the same. You're being sympathetic to my pathetic Thank situation. Thank you. Like Professionally, you, personally, to my everything. To your, yeah, absolutely. Look, you have put so much energy and time into a scooter, and Chris hasn't put energy or time into himself in months. Obviously. So I'm just... No sugar. True. He's now a skinny bum. Mm, so, I mean... Fat. I don't know what's going on in you guys' lives, but I hope that what I've achieved recently this inspires is all about you, you motivating us. Well, it, I'm, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's about I'm glad we got on the same page. You said that thank you in a certain way that Oh made boy. Me, oh no. I think it was like the same tone. No. Thank you, President Trump. That's not true. I do remember that. Hey, I know you guys don't care for the professional football. But a really hilarious moment happened yesterday, and I want to share with you guys if that's okay. It's going to be truly funny. I don't know if it's funny, but it is, um, as Why'd the kids call it. Well, because it's funny to me, you guys have different humor. But Does it have to do with fashion? It does. <laughs> is that our fashion? It, it's gonna, it's gonna, we're going to get sports and fashion all in one let conversation. Me, let me ask this. Does it have to do with a wide receiver or oh. a quarterback? Wide receiver. Okay. I don't have that photo. That's okay. I know where you're going with this. this I don't. This is very fascinating. So, uh, cameraman caught this during live action of the Browns game yesterday. Odell Beckham Jr., of course, starting his first game as imagine, imagine wide receiver. Imagine being a flashy receiver in New York and then going to Cleveland. Well, I'll tell you oh, what, the flashiness oh, the hasn't river. stopped because uh, cameraman caught a very fancy piece on the wrist of Odell Beckham while he was playing football. He had on a wristwatch. He had on a watch while playing football yesterday. But it wasn't just any old watch. Mm-mm. It was what the rich people call a Richard Milley. Chris, have you ever heard of a Richard Milley? Richard Milleys are considered one of the most expensive watches on the planet. Think some of those billionaires own them? 
Oh, I'm absolutely sure they do. But this wasn't just a normal Richard Milley, which normally goes for $160,000 to $170,000. Apparently, the watch that Odell Beckham Jr. was wearing yesterday was exclusive. Only 50 made in the world. Apparently, I found out yesterday that Roger Federer also owns one. He played with it during the U.S. Open. This watch that Odell Beckham was Did wearing yesterday, I, I, I thought Federer was sponsored by a... Hey, man, I don't know. But he, he was he, apparently, according to your friend, huh. Darren Rovell, uh, <laughs> it's a, a popular wristwatch for the Uber Elite. And only 50 were made with the one that Odell was wearing. The one that he wore yesterday, Chris, you want to guess how much it was worth? Uh, uh, $75,000. $725,000. Yes, yesterday during the game, so, Odell Beckham Jr. was wearing a Richard Milley, which apparently is exclusive. 50 only made, $725,000. I don't think it's worth it. It says $350,000 in the CNN article. $350,000. It was Darren Ravel said $750,000. If, if your boy, Darren, said it like that, I believe it. Or as my dad used to say about baseball cards. It's only worth what somebody's willing to pay you for it. <laughs> Let's look this up. <laughs> what a, do you, did you ever buy Beckett's? Oh, God, yeah. Okay. I, bought, I had a subscription. <laughs> there so were, Business Insider has it at 350 Forbes has it at $725. Let's, we can, we can, whatever it is, that's insane. We could say a 300 over a $300,000 watch. I mean, that's, that's, which is, that still makes a point. Yes. So we could comfortably say that, it seems. Yes. It seems so it looks like three fifty is the number officially. Okay. So let's I see just it on go USA Today. Over three hundred thousand dollars. Over three hundred thousand yeah. dollar watch. What a flex. So do you support this behavior? Oh, absolutely. What if you why would it be concerned about breaking the watch? Well, my question is if you're Richard Milley and I'm designed a watch at three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Is it the ultimate testament to your brand, to your watch quality? Is that an NFL player playing the most violent sport in America can play four quarters with your watch and not damage it? But what if it breaks? Then oh, that's gosh. embarrassing does for everybody. Mean, and that if I'm a cheerleader, I'm running on the field grabbing as much pieces of it as I can. Does this mean we have to have a follow-up tweet from Ravel talking about the free sponsorship that Richard Milley apparently because Richard Milley absolutely needed sponsorship because it's for the public. Yeah, I think yeah. a three hundred a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar watch is for everyone. <laughs> He's probably like, "What the hell are you doing, Odell?" I think that's funny. It's supposed to be exclusive. Right. It is. I think it is funny though. Does it have a button it, where you press it and you get an automatic Entertainment Seven Twenty team? Let's see him play with three hundred fifty thousand worth of fossil watches on. That would be more. Black <laughs> sheep. Oh man, I used That's to love the fossil watch. Who didn't watch? love a fossil watch? Oh my god! You put that face, on. You look good. How you many of those your, did I go spray through? Spray your uh, your Tommy Hilfiger or you Curve to Cologne on. You good yeah. boy, you out for the time. Put your uh -huh. little earring stud in. I had Ralph What up, boys? That kind of brownish Chin bottle. Strap. Oh man, nice and with thin. the gold horse. Those fossil watches were heavy when you think about it too. Well, some of them. There was, they had a store in the mall. But you could also get the ones with the, like, the watches. Lecture, the watches, right. That's how popular they were. They had a store in the mall. I'm trying to remember how many I've bought in my lifetime. Did you pair it with At your Doc five. Martens? I didn't wear Doc Martens. <laughs> Loser. Mm -mm. I'm trying to oh, get... Oh, you were, you were older. 
Doc Martens were a necessity. And then you got into Doc Martens sandals, which were also $100 plus. Yeah, I always had decent shoes. My parents should punch me today for how much they had to spend on Doc Martens back in the day. By the way, if you are a player that played against the Browns yesterday, how are you not, like, after tackling Odell, ripping that off his wrist? Trying to get it off him? Uh, yeah. See, now players That would be my that. motivation mm-hmm. to try to stop Odell. Like, I would, oh, I'm, why are you tackling him? He doesn't even have the ball. I don't care. Like, he'd throw a fit, too. He would. You'd be in his head right away. Oh, absolutely. Like, why not? That's what I'm, I'm looking him up and down if I'm playing against him now. Okay, does he have anything yes. on that I could really go after that I know if I break will screw with his head? Yes. And that's. Not a bad strategy. Remember when Aqib Talib was with, I believe, with the Broncos, and they played against Michael Crabtree, who I think at the time was with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And at some point throughout the game, uh, those two had gotten into it. And I think after a play, maybe during oh. the tackle, Aqib Talib ripped the ripped the chain off. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm doing now, going forward. I'm taking on Odell Beckham. Like every time I tackle him, I. What are you wearing? I'm a, yes, absolutely. What do you got on? That's that's for a lot of players. A lot of players aren't pulling in Odell Beckham contract. So if you, a lot of those players oh, are making guy. as much as his watch a year. Right. So who, who you telling me I'm not going to grab my yearly salary that's on your wrist mm-hmm. while playing a game, which I know you're not supposed to have on anyway. So no one's going to get mad at me for ripping off a $300,000 watch you shouldn't have on to begin with. So I'm surprised the opposing team did not do their best to rip that watch off his wrist. You want to get it done early too. Yes. So that you could possibly take it. Yes. And see him, and hopefully he doesn't realize it's gone. Yes. So then at halftime, you can put it online for auction. Yes. By the end of the game, you can have it sold. Game worn, Richard Milley. Game worn. Game worn. <laughs> 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 it's a thing with watches now. Maybe they'll have uh, Richard Milley watches at the Farmington Fall Festival. Oh, if I, oh, if I know there's a place 20th. in America that will have them, it's at that festival. In 21st and beautiful Farmington, <laughs> Missouri, downtown Farmington, Missouri. I know you're curious. Join everybody uh, in Farmington for a weekend of fun. Barbecue contest sanctioned by the St. Louis Barbecue Society. Ten blues bands across two stages and craft beer garden food games. There's a blacksmith and chainsaw demonstration. Craft Vendors Gardener, you're excited about that. Blues, brews, and barbecue, that's right. Carly Lawrence will be the event's MC. Our friends in Funky Butt Brass Band, John Henry, uh, Marquise Knox, who's currently working with ZZ Top, will be one of the headlining acts. So be sure to check out the Farmington Fall Festival online, farmingtonfallfest.com. You can order VIP packages, see the schedule, and uh, see T-shirts and the like. You can hang out September 20th and 21st. Word has it, Gardner may be there. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a melee out today. What's that? Um, it's about festivals. Oh, nice. Um, so I wanted to get that out while we could. Uh, today, September 9th, one year ago today, would have been, would have been the final day of Fest. So we asked this question. With that partially in mind, which happens first? Fire Festival debut, Lou Fest reboot. Good questions. Oh boy. Fire Festival debut or Lou Fest reboot? Those are your options for the melee that'll run throughout the day. That's not fraud. I would call that uh, false advertising. Thank you, Jaru. God, I have forgotten how much I wanted to punch him in the face after saying that. 
And then, are, it, but but what, are we mad that that uh, like those two documentaries were some of the best looks into the human spirit and psyche that we've ever seen? They, those documentaries were. Fan- Did you watch both of them? No. And he was about to opine. Well, I've watched that's one. Tra- that's Travis Terrell level. Uh, well, I've seen the one, and I can say that a guy is fraudulent. So correct. That's not good, and that's not fascinating to me. That means to you're me, a dick. To me, it's fascinating that you expose that, because there's going to be people like the Fire Festival people everywhere. But Right, it, but you it call finally, them out for being that. As, I have as no they sympathy did. at all for them. No, no, no sympathy has been mentioned yeah. whatsoever. I'm saying there are a million Fire Festival starters out there, and it was interesting to see this one tied into such a mm, vanity-laced thing like social media. I'm not like I would, music, yeah. like all that. I, I, I'm not. Obviously, I wish it didn't happen. I wish people didn't lose money on it. All that, but to expose something like that to me was fascinating because that's mm-hmm. there are those people are a dime a dozen. Those people are everywhere. It, he no, just I, did it in a in a a venue or an avenue or a, a vertical that was really, I guess, popular to learn I don't, about. I don't know if that's, I think, yeah, I, 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 I don't believe it exposed anything new. I think it was, an, I think it was a kid with privilege, with means, uh, who had but connections he that he that. probably shouldn't have had. But I think because he presented himself a particular way, I think we've seen it. I think Firefest is, just the microcosm of everything we've experienced over the last three and a half years, certainly with this administration. If you're rich and you're white, you basically have carte blanche Let's to do almost anything and everything. And also, Ja Rule was black last time. But no, I'm saying is, well, well, black, well, you brought Ja Rule in because it was the music aspect. You brought Ja Rule Money. in to add credibility, but Ja Rule's not doing that with, uh, with me. Ja Rule's not doing that with a brother. You, he knew what he was doing. He knew who he got tied up with. What I'm saying is that it just showed privilege edits that can be used at any point in any venue for any medium like so i guess i wasn't too surprised i think i was fascinated at how easy it was for him to corrupt other intelligent people that was the fascinating thing there were a lot of other adults in the room that went along with it that probably shouldn't have that people that had a ton of experience who have actually worked on festivals who have worked on these events that because of who he had portrayed himself to be we're happy to just go along with it. Right, but so, and some of it was him hiding. Yes, the some of it was definitely being him being purposely deceptive. But people were asking questions. If you look at those documentaries, the people were asking the right questions, but people were like, ah, even, it's going to happen. Even up to it, just it, let's just say, we'll wrap it with this and take a break. But maybe it's just, we should say, easy to make fun of and point fingers at the people that were involved because of what was going on. The super rich investor, the woman, that even hours before they pulled the plug was still like, I've got you, Billy. I believe in you, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, oh, boy. That was, was, it's easy to look at and be like, yeah, yeah, sit in your mess. You made this. Am I wrong in saying that? Yeah, they made a mess. They made a complete mess. The one lady on the island over... The people who actually were de- like developing the app stuff beforehand, they got screwed. They were just like, "Yeah, don't worry about all this other." They're like, 
Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah what did you guys do? Yeah, those are the people who you really look back on. You're just like, eek, because they were yeah. just caught up in the line of fire. Like, especially the people who developed the app who had absolutely nothing to do with the party and the event, the festival that they were throwing. They were just like, we got a sweet-ass app idea. And think about how young some of the people were that got caught. They were like, this is, this is this rat race you guys have been complaining about. We got it figured out. You see a fire festival every day, though, in America. A fire festival takes place every day in America, so I'm not... It wasn't as if, like, oh, my God, this is earth-shattering. It was like, well, yeah, I mean, the privilege, that's how they roll. Who's that's talking about? Yeah, I know who I'm talking about. Who are you talking about? You know who I'm talking about. The took, elites! Oh, okay. I took you were a, talking about someone in particular. Took a black millionaire <laughs> to legitimize it. Oh, if you think Ja Rule's a black millionaire, then boy, oh boy, you really weren't paying attention. Took a one-time black millionaire. <laughs> a one-time. <laughs> for 10 minutes before he spent it no, Nothing says you're on the right path than picking the rapper that got caught not paying their taxes. The guy who actually spent time in prison. Nothing says, okay, man. let's sign up for it. Man. Then, oh uh, man, Ja Rule, the guy who went to prison for fraud? Yes, I will invest in this. This is not, for, what did he say? This is not fraud. This is, uh, we I, did not lie. It's like false shabbat. And he was so confident. Play it one more time. Wait, wait no, hold on. I want to hear your impersonation. <laughs> okay, there, my personal. Oh, I wouldn't necessarily call it, uh, He's kind of false advertising. I would call it fraud. I would call it, uh, false advertising. It sounded like you're trying to do Ja Rule, but also your New York guy because of the way your hands are going. Well, he's New York. Okay. So yeah, do, do your Ja Rule, but say, I'm walking here, slice of pepperoni. Hey, I'm walking here, slice of pepperoni. Okay, yeah, I think okay. that's what you're doing. Here All right. Is. That's not fraud. I would call that uh, false advertising. <laughs> that, uh... I would call uh, that, uh... What's the... And then the best part, we can't show you know it, obviously, but the best part is... Everyone's reaction in the conference call just going. They're staring. No one responds. No one says a word to Ja when he does that. Everyone just goes. Did this motherfucker just say? Did this motherfucker just say? On a live conference call? I was. You know who you need in that situation? You need the. Who was interviewing Robert Kelly? Robert. Gail King. Gail King, you or, need Le- Gail King or Lisa Guerrero. Say, one of the two in oh there. Boy. Lisa Guerrero need to have been a, sir, you are an idiot. You don't, are stupid, and that is absolutely fraud. Don't bring up Lisa Guerrero. <laughs> I talked to her for 20 plus minutes. Yeah, it was we know. interview bliss. Yeah, we know. I kept it professional. Yeah, sure you did. And it got eaten alive by our, uh, that's the one time that's ever happened. <laughs> well, Angela Johnson. She was paying it. Somebody, somebody, excuse me, somebody talented. Oh my god! <laughs> no comment. During the interview with Lisa Guerrero, she, she brought did... a Playboy, and I didn't follow up. Well, that's, oh, not that's the, how focused that's not I the was. Biggest, I mean, this is his focus, though. Is that that's not the biggest thing to even come out of that interview? It was near the end. What was it? I'm not going to tell anyone. And on that note, now I'm not, now I'm keeping it. And on that note, with the Trump stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that's how interesting it was. And this freaking interview. She gone. mentioned she had an interaction with him at one point. And that it will, uh, it was interesting, and that it'll be in a book. Fascinating. <laughs> oh. She's smart. <laughs> She's been your Playboy. <laughs> but you bury the one where she had an interaction Google with the Lisa president. Playboy, and you'll talk about it too. <laughs> Jeez. We just got tupened. Okay. <laughs> we'll take a break. It's we are live. Gardner needs a cigarette. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hold on. Let me find this. <laughs> Where's that button? <laughs>